Welcome to a Fridays with Friends edition of Living Faith. Today we're going to be continuing our discussion with Jim German as we talk about end-time events, specifically looking at the order in which these events will begin to transpire. Let's get right into my conversation with Jim. Okay, the Bible speaks about an order of, of events that happens and as we need to ready ourselves for the return of Christ. Do you view that order as being a practical, literal thing, or do you see it as figurative? Well, no, I see it uh, very practical. Um, now, certainly in the Bible, uh, there are times where it speaks of figurative things that will take place in the future. But I think uh, as Christians, uh, it's very practical for us. Uh, our responsibility is to expect that Jesus will return. We don't know when, but we should be living our lives daily in such a way as to totally please the Lord, that we are expectant that it could happen any time, even though it could be another hundred years or more down the road. I guess the, the parable of the ten virgins needs to come into a application here. We need to be having our lamps trimmed and be ready to go, right? Exactly. And, you know, I think your parable there comes out of that Sermon on the Mount. And there are some other parables there that also apply to end times. And so chapter 24 of Matthew is just a good place for Christians to take a look at and read and uh, be prepared. If you were to make a judgment today, and I know this is probably more speculative than anything else, where would you say we're at in that process of the order of events that are, are outlined in Scripture? I mean, are we uh, at a place where we can expect an imminent return of Christ? Or uh, obviously we don't know the timetable that Christ is going to offer. But, I mean, have most of the signs, all of the signs been fulfilled? I think all of the signs have been fulfilled except those end-time events that will take place during uh, Daniel's uh, seven uh, years of tribulation. Um, one of the things that I always take a look at is in the book of Revelation there are two chapters of letters that Christ dictated to John and we know that these letters represent the church age from Pentecost to the present day. And as we look at that, um, we are in that seventh letter to uh, Laodicea. And the thing that strikes me is there's no eighth letter. So there will not be another church age beyond the present one that we're in. So we're at the end of the end of that church age. We are age. at the end of the end. We know that those, those seven churches that represent the total church age, their time periods were different. They weren't all the same. I think one of them was about 900 years long. But the last two have only been about 250 years each. And we are already in about year 73 of uh, Laodicea's part of that church history. When did that begin, in your opinion? About 1950, I think. Um, just shortly after the end of World War II, uh, we started seeing the church not really preaching the Word of God, but being more uh, in tune with man, elevating man, 
and uh, de-escalating God. And so the church is slowly becoming apostate. We preach a social gospel, and uh, very rarely will you find churches that are preaching the word. There is a, there's a real sense that uh, humanism has infiltrated the church on many different levels. You said uh, about 1950 is when you felt like this, this period of time began. Uh, did it have anything at all to do with the reformation of Israel as a nation? Uh, I think it does. Um, one of the things that we know is going to have to happen in the end times is that Israel will come during that Daniel's uh, seven years of tribulation, the nation of Israel will come to recognize Jesus as their Messiah. So you obviously have to have Israel as a nation again. Mm -hmm. And it's remarkable for all the years that uh, they did not exist as a country. Now that's all happened and God is protecting them during this time since about 1948 when uh, they reestablished. So uh, God seems to be lining everything up, doesn't he? He certainly does, and we just need to be aware of that. We'll get back to our conversation with Jim next Friday, but for now let's be reminded that any conversation of the end times should offer every Christian a clear challenge to live out their faith in a powerful and mighty way so that Christ can be seen and revealed through each one of us. May that be your desire this week. God bless you. Have a great day. Living Faith is a ministry of Northside Baptist Church in Dixon, Illinois. For more information, go to northsidedixon.com or check out our mobile church app.